Gentlemen of the internet, this is the Game Gen Start podcast for the 6th of February 2024. My name's Callum. My name's Ewan. And Happy New Year to all of you. Uh, we took our usual December, January break. Yep. Um, yep, yep. And now we're back in, in the month of February, bang on time as expected. Of it's course. kind of surprising. We are actually going to do one last week and then we both got ill. We both so got, was, <laughs> let, yeah. let's be clear, we both got incredibly ill. Like oh yeah yeah, what, yeah like yeah. insanely ill like ill I'd forgotten what ill was like before COVID where you could get yeah. ill and it would just floor you for days yeah um, you got it worse than you got it worse oh, than I did fuck, I dude. Had, I'm like, still I only I, got it one day of like fever yeah and not sleeping and then the other days I was like generally fine you got it way worse I was and like I don't know what happened four yeah. days I was out of action I had one day of fever and I'm still like if I go horizontal. I will still cough a little bit. Like, yeah. I'm still not well. Uh, but, um, and it, it was not COVID. I tested. My wife tested. Yep, I also tested. It was not COVID. It Whatever was just the fuck it was. And at lurgy. the same time, yeah. when I, when I, because um, I got it over the weekend, annoyingly, it was my three day weekend as well. And I was really fucking annoyed about that. But, um, can you not claim your holidays back? Is that not a thing you're allowed to do? It's not. No, it was, it was my, it was a weekend. So, but my Friday was my, like, Four day week, oh yeah, Friday. you work. Yeah, you work. So uh, I had nine day weeks, uh, nine day, day fortnight, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I had yeah. my Friday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, and then on Monday I texted my boss and was like, "Hey, I feel like absolute dog shit. I will not be in." And he was like, "Cool. It looks like it's just me." And it was like everyone else was ill. Like, um, like ninety percent of my so office your, your was entire off or something. Office was just okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't get it from the office. Because I hadn't been in in a while, so um, yeah, something just went. Around. There was definitely just was something everywhere. going around, and I don't know how it got coast to coast for us. Yeah, but like, no idea. When I when I was ill, everybody in my like office was like had some sort of cough or sneeze yep. or nose thing. Yep. And then people in my greater circle also had it. So there was something going around that was well, also I, jumping. I don't know, but and I felt really bad as well because the Friday. When I was ill, I was supposed to go. It was my friend's birthday, and I was supposed to go out to to see them. And we're supposed to meet up at like six o'clock or something like that. But four o'clock, I texted and was like, "Hey, I am fucking not good. I will not be there. I'm really, really sorry." Yeah. Um, and then three others of my friends were like, "Yeah, I feel like shit." Uh, and then one of them, the others couldn't make it, and it was just like I felt so bad because it was just like everyone was ill, and it was it was their birthday, and I was just like, "Oh, it's horrible." But we're now kind of back to health, kind of. Well, no, that's not true. I'm still a mess. Um, As you say, yeah, if if you're going horizontal and still coughing, you're not well. I'm not well, no. Also, fucking tooth drama and also fucking... Is that still going? Can they still not fix your tooth? Dude, fucking... Okay, we're doing this and then we're moving on with video games, right? Yeah. So I, before, just before Christmas, I had to get a root canal. And I got a root canal. Root canal was fine. They said to me... When I went to my dentist, 
my dentist that I now have to pay for because nobody can get an NHS dentist anymore. Uh, uh, my dentist said, yep, you need a root canal for sure. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to send you to, well, here, there's two options. We can send you to a specialist where this is the only thing that they do. Um, it has like a they only do root canals. They, they do root canals and like some and um, implants. That's 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 their specialist. That's their specialties. Right. Okay. Uh, sure. We'll send you to there, or we can send you there. It has like a ninety-five percent success rate. It costs X Eight amount of money. Pounds. Yeah, <laughs> it costs X amount yeah. of money, and it's two sessions. You go there, they do the thing. They fill you fill it. They fill the tooth full of packing. They come back two weeks later, check it's all good, seal you up. Or we can do it here. I can do it. It's like a 90% success rate, and it's two-thirds of the price. And yeah. I was like, fuck it. Go to specialists. Let's get this actually done properly yeah, get, by, a, get by done, somebody done. who knows yeah. what the fuck to do. I go to him. Great. All all done. I, I don't know if it's the specific setup of like what was happening with my tooth, because some of the nerves were already dead. I don't know. Do not be worried about root canals. I did not feel any pain. I was slightly uncomfortable. Totally fine. Do not panic about yeah. root canals. They've yeah. come a long way since the days when you would just fucking yank them out with pliers. And, and let me let me tell you, Ewan is kind of a hypochondriac. So if he's oh, telling you that, it's it's totally fine. it's it's true. Nothing boring about it. Uh, so he opens it up again. Totally fine. Everything looks great. Awesome. Seals me up with a filling, and says yep. you need to go back to your dentist now and get the proper filling. So yeah, from what. From what I remember, it's like the first session is them actually dealing with the root canal problem, yes. taking everything and then they out. Like, uh, yeah, and then they like sterilize it and pack it to make sure it yep. doesn't like fucking explode out your head or whatever. Yep. Make sure you're and not infected, they... kill any infections. Yeah, and then they cap yeah. it later. Okay, yeah. sure. Then so I came back. He opened it up, said, "Yep, all looks good. It looks dry. All fine." Fills it or like does a filling on it and says, "You need to go back to your other dentist, your original dentist, to get it properly filled." Like, awesome, cool. Phone my other dentist. Uh, says, hey, I'm done. I need you to do my final filling for this. It's all good. And they were like, cool, we haven't got your details yet. Give us a week. Give us five days. Five days go by. Nobody, nobody calls me back. Like, I've phoned them back. It's like, hey, can I get my filling done? Do you have the, the what's, records What's now? going on? Yeah. Uh, and they were like, ah, yes, we've got the details in. Um, we can book you in for that. I think it was like tomorrow if you want. Um, this is still before Christmas, by the way. Um, we can book you in tomorrow to get it done. We just need your deposit of half of £860. And I went, oh. what? This is a filling. What the fuck? I was like, hey, can you can we not make that appointment right now? I need to go phone my other dentist, the specialist, to be like, yo, what the fuck? Because this was not on. I have not had to yeah, price I have not a price sheet. Yeah. I have not a treatment plan. Seventeen hundred pound for a filling is not right. Like that's yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, the full price was eight hundred. They wanted me to pay four fifty. Oh, yeah, half of eight fifty. Half okay, of eight fifty sure. right, or eight right. ninety, whatever it was. I was like, hey, something's fucking wrong here. I was not expect. I was a filling, right? I go on their website, the the dentist website, and like a filling is like two hundred at most. I'm like, yeah, yeah something's yeah. gone fucking wrong here, right? Um, I phoned the specialist. I was like, yo, what the fuck, like. I thought it was a filling, and they were like, well, yes, it can be a filling, or it can be a crown, and what we recommend is that you get a crown, because if you don't get a crown, then uh, what can potentially happen is your tooth can explode, and it's like, what? Like, how? Okay. Because, what the they've, <laughs> because they've hollowed out the tooth, 
Sorry, I should give a warning for like tooth shit here because people really fucking don't uh, like yeah. it. But I'll do that. Um, they've hollowed out a chunk of my tooth and filled it again, so the tooth is now weaker than it was before because it's got yes. a bunch less material in it. So yeah. they're like the packing material is is weaker than bone. Than so yes, it is, than yeah. uh, calcium, right? So uh, yeah. so yeah, we recommend you get a crown, which means they need to scan it, your tooth, to figure out to get it on and then it needs to go to a lab to get made and then they come back and then they like seal it in your thing and i'm like none of this was told to- i didn't know any of this nobody said anything to everyone said the word filling and i thought i was done uh and they were like well you can stay that you can <laughs> it's like the specialist was really nice the specialist was really really good like other dentists not so much but the, de- the specialist was like look you can keep the filling the filling could last for 20 years it could last for two years that's just the way it goes and if it does go mm. spectacularly wrong, you eat a nut the wrong way, uh, your tooth will just shatter. And then the whole thing will have to come out and you've just wasted a oh, grand worth of dentists. And I'm like, yeah, nobody fucking told me this. And now I have to go pay 800 quid on top of the insane amount of money I've already paid for this thing. Yeah. And I'm yeah, stuck, yeah. right? Because I can't just say, nah, I'm good. Because my tooth could explode. So yeah, go- you need to do something. Yeah. So I, so I go, so I, I, I think about it and then I just go, right fucking fine you've robbed me successfully here go back to my dentist it's like hey book me in you highway robbers by the way i'm super not happy nobody told me about this and they're like we did tell you it was on your price sheet says i didn't get a price sheet says you definitely got a price sheet i did not get a price sheet i checked all my emails i got nothing fine fucking book me into the thing fine and they were like cool no problem I just need to check with the dentist to make sure that it's all good. This is the receptionist I'm talking to, or the, the admin people. So I need to talk to the dentist to make sure that uh, it's all good. We can go ahead and like when they're going to be available. It's like, cool, no problem. Four days go by. Sorry, a week goes by. Nobody calls me back. I'm like, fucking call him back. I was like, listen, <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? And also, by the way, since Christmas up till Monday when I made the appointment, my tooth is starting to yeah. hurt again. Nice. And I'm like, Great. awesome, cool. So I phoned, when I phoned the back and I was like, hey, yes, I need to get this done. However, I need you to check that this has all succeeded because I am not paying 800 and something pound for my tooth to suddenly go, actually, no, it's completely fucked. It actually failed. Um, the whole thing needs to come out. We need to replace it. I'm like, I'm not paying that. And they were like, oh, okay. Well, that'll be 60 quid for a consultation. I'm like, no, it fucking won't. I'm sorry, but you guys have fucked me around so much here. Um, I need you to check that this is successful and that everything's okay and that there's something else going on that, that my tooth isn't just going to die on its own. And they were like, okay, we'll see you on Monday and it's free. It's like, fucking right. And I hung up the phone nice. through the phone yeah. to the floor. Yeah. It's like, fucking. So tomorrow, I go in and see if this is actually all okay or if something else is wrong or maybe just my weird pain shit that's been happening is now in my tooth. Who the fuck knows? But, oh, um, yeah. So now I have an insane, it's just, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And it's the thing that I've realized, well, I've not realized the thing that I've, yeah, the thing that I've realized, I have never been more thankful that we don't deal with a healthcare system like the American healthcare system, because not only is it, not only is it insanely expensive and like an admin nightmare. Um, yeah, I'm sitting there. On the phone when they say, hey, you know, it was 800 quid for this final thing that we didn't tell you about. I'm like, am I being scammed? 
Like, at no other point in my entire medical history of dealing with doctors, dentists, anything, have I ever gone, am I being scammed? Because there's yeah. no incentive for them to scam you, right? Because they're getting paid. It's fine. But now I'm forking over actual money directly to a person. And they're like, am I being scammed? Am I, do I need this? Is this a thing I actually, like, none of that, there's never been a consideration before. And now it is because I'm paying for this myself. And it's yes. fucking, I hate it. I left, it was such a surreal experience. I left my final, uh, my second session with the specialist after the root canal, after it was all done. And I stood up and I was like, thank you. Well, actually, I was like, because I'm still half numb. Um, it was like, it was like, thanks for that. It's really like painless. It seems like you did a great job. Thank you very much. And then their assistant puts a card machine in front of me. And that's never, like, the time between, like, you were just in my mouth fucking around in there to here's a card machine was really jarring. And I don't know why. There was something about it that was just really, really off-putting. Um, and it sucked. But anyway, so who the fuck knows? I mean, at least you're, you're, you're kind of moving forward now. Which who knows? Good, Maybe I won't have a tooth who knows, by yeah. the time we record next time and I'll have to get a fucking, like, whatever. I don't know. Don't, don't I just don't know, know what they do. do at that point. But I think yeah. I mean you can do an implant, but I was talking to my friends who they were also possibly going to have to get an implant for like a bad tooth or whatever it was, and it's like four sessions because they have to like they have to like super big warning about tooth shit here. They have to like drill a post into your jaw and then yeah, let that yeah, heal yeah, yeah. and then craft the tooth and put that in and let that. It's like four sessions and it's like thousands of pounds. Or you can just get like a plate or something. I don't even fucking know. Um. Anyway, horrible, 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 horrible. But Man, it has been Jesus Christ. It has been two months, and I assume we played a bunch of video games. I have like five things on a list, but like really only two. I actually don't have that much. But okay, yeah, I will. I will start with simple stuff because the stuff that doesn't take a lot of time. Um. Yeah. When we were potentially going to do a game of the year podcast and i was putting my list together uh lethal company almost made it on my list and yeah, that was a point yeah, yeah. where i had made we had had one session one like three hour session and it is the most i have ever laughed at a video game possibly it was, ever it was very good it, yeah, was it was very good the most ridiculous it's so Fucking people know what what Lethal Company is at this point, but like it's so. I'm choosing to ascribe it to, uh, design, uh, skill rather than happy accident. But so many parts of that game are just so well integrated into each other to just make you fucking piss yourself yeah. laughing. I feel like, like yeah, I feel like it's a lot a bunch of weirdly uh like floaty feeling systems that are all just sort of like souping together into one mix that's making yep. this sort of like bizarre it, thing that is taking over the world. But yeah. Exactly. And it's done it's done the thing that like I think again a lot of people that I was familiar with from something like GTFO, where it's like you go in blind and you have to just kind of learn what the fuck's happening. So like you just turn a corner and there's suddenly this thing you've never seen before and you're like, yeah, yeah what yeah. do I do? How do I react to this? Do you, you have an asshole friend behind you with an air horn? Like it just, it's like, it's... He did really like that air horn. That, that air was. horn. I, 
my wife had to come check on me. I was in me. pain. Yeah, I, I was, was in pain I when he had that air horn. I was crying. Just like, there's something about proximity voice chat that just like... Oh yeah, it makes it so much better. Yeah. So much better. And especially because like, in the distance with the air horn as well, you just hear it just over the hill. Just like... And it's so... It's so good. It's so funny. Um, yeah, just what an incredible piece of... What an incredible achievement. And for like a solo developer and like to make more money than or to sell more copies than Call of Duty that year. Just Yeah, it was fucking a, crazy. Yeah. What, the fact what an that, that sold not even more, like considerably more. Considerably like, it more. It did way better than yeah. Um and it's got a style and it's got like it's trying to do a thing. Like it's not chasing stuff, yeah. like it's, it's trying got, to do it's a got thing. Style, it's got character, it's got like bizarre like emergent systems that lead to hilarity like it is and it's, yeah. it's way better than just like cold soulless call of duty but yeah and since then like we've had another session and like it it holds up it continues to hold up as yeah it's great incredibly it's great. done that would be the the series of events up to dropping the ladder on that guy was just Oh god, the ladder was yeah. We were like, was... oh hey, we bought we bought an extending ladder. I wonder what this does. Hey, maybe don't stand on the ladder. Chunk. Like yeah. just oh. It was it was a, a moment of a perfect comedic timing that you could not yeah, exactly. plan. Like it's, if so you what... tried to do that, you couldn't have done it. It's... So much of the game is comedic timing. So much of the game is like it is helping you have a good time, it feels like. And it also like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't feel it doesn't feel punishing as well. Like it feels like you fucked up and like it's fun to fuck up, which is really difficult to do in a game like this. Like it's really yeah. difficult. Um yeah, what a fucking what a game. What a game. Um I also the fact that it, like it's like come out of nowhere from is that the game that was like developed by one guy who was like a Roblox developer? Yes. X Roblox developer. Initially. This is the real yeah. this is the first like while like First thing that guy's done, and absolutely yep. knocked it out of the park. Like yep. I'm, I'm hoping, crazy. I'm hoping that um, a bunch of Roblox devs, because there are like Roblox studios. Like again, if people haven't yeah, seen it, make things for Roblox. Yeah, yeah. If people haven't seen it, go watch the People Make Games video on the two part yep. on Roblox. Like absolutely incredible video. But I, like eye opening stuff. Yeah. But there are studios that make Roblox games and make crap tons of money doing it. Um, so who I could only imagine what more of them can do when they're they're freed from the constraints of Roblox into like into into this. Um also very quickly mention I think I think I said this to you over the Christmas period, but like I think Max Payne 3 might be the best game Rockstar have ever made in oh a God, controversial opinion. Um, Why did you play it again? I don't understand. Because well it, the irony of it is that, like, after finishing Alan Wake, which also I finished Alan Wake, fucking incredible. It's astounding. Yeah. What a game. Um, probably my number one, I think. Did I write it in my... What did I write? I wrote my list. Yeah, Alan Wake. Definitely one of my favourite games of that year. Of last year. My favourite game of last year. Um, I was like, man, Remedy are so fucking cool. I should play Control again. I was like, yeah, but Control's like another 25-hour game. I was like, 
and also I was like, is he, Alan Wake not like is is um, Max Payne three not like twelve hours or something like turns that? Turns out yes. Um, so okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I seem to remember it no, being like, like surprisingly long. Yeah, it 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 goes. It's a bit. It goes a little longer than it should. I haven't finished it actually yet, but like it goes longer than you remember it being. But yeah. I was like, hey, because so much of Alan Wake also has Max Payne in it. Yeah, you know, um, the Max Payne character in it. I was like, oh, I should go play Max yes. Payne again. And it's like it's actually really difficult to play the original Max Payne's. Max Payne three is on Steam, and I was thinking about that game during the year anyway. I was like, I should play Max Payne three again. Not made by Remedy. <laughs> Completely forgot. It's a Rockstar no, game. Yeah, made by um, Rockstar. Yeah, published by published by Take Two, developed by Rockstar. Um, it's really, it's it's really really interesting, right? Because it takes the kind of core of what they're doing with Max Payne, like the detective noir stuff, and throws a gigantic Hollywood budget behind it and like Hollywood style development that Rockstar does, right? And it just turns it into this like it turns it into a Michael Mann movie in a way that like yeah they can't really do with the normal um they couldn't really do with Max Payne the normal Max Payne's um just and it 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 does hold up like it does actually hold up as a video game which i was slightly surprised by um sort of that game was god game's really old at this point but like it really holds up like the voice acting and stuff is really really good like the yeah it was, story it was always places. very impressive from like a from a cinematography point mm. of view like it was always like very well shot and very well acted yeah and yeah it's 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 very good it's got a real it's got a real style to it and a real um they do some interesting stuff with it and also like i mean to be clear like i'm kind of just half joking when i say it's the best i don't like a lot of rockstar games which probably pushes this one higher than than most yeah um yeah. and also i never played table tennis which apparently is a 10 out of 10 <laughs> incredible game um people like table tennis people really know. liked table tennis what yeah. what what game to come out after grand theft auto 3 4 Oh god, fuck! I don't know. Maybe after Bully or something like was that. It not a 360, was it a three sixty lunch game? Right, I think. Maybe I don't I fucking remember. remember. But anyway, Max Payne. I haven't 3, played it either. I don't know. It's on Steam. It's like four quid. It's great if you want. If you want a cool twelve hours. Of, I remember of it being game. good. I remember that game being good when I played I, I, it. I remember was... specifically when I played it originally, and I showed you how long ago it was. I played it uh, via the uh, love film game rental service where they would send you discs mm. i remember getting max Payne 3 and i was like i never got around to this i should play this and i remember the airport scene specifically being mm. excellent mm-hmm. don't remember what happens but i'm about to find out i think um but yeah so the 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 big one or the two big ones be really um also still going with Baldur's gate fucking incredible yep. Uh, we yep. we got into Casador's Palace last night before we had. Oh stopped. yeah, that's a good one. Um, I have some questions for you afterwards in terms of like sure think order to do things to make sure. Um, yep. I lost my notes. There we go. Um, like a dragon, infinite wealth. Yes, Yakuza. New Yakuza set game. Eight, eight. Set eight. Yeah. Because yes, because like a dragon was seven. This is eight. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is a Yakuza game. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is... Now with two protagonists. Now with... The... No, yeah, kind of. Um, 
game god yeah so i haven't i I played like a dragon and kind of fell off it because it did the rpg thing of why i don't play jrpgs of i got to the point where i was in a boss battle that i was not leveled for and i can't escape i can't go grind i can't i'm just my saves is oh, at this point yeah that's just like, yakuza right isn't that just what no, happens well like, but like in the in the the boss fights are always kind of like hard and terrible and yakuza they fights. are but like with with the previous like you can always like um there's something about the the real time, like the previous, like the 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 beat 'em up versions, the Yakuza games, as opposed to the Like a Dragon games, where you could at least like learn the patterns and like you could sure, like look, right. and you all like I always had like infinite health items on me, so you could just like brute force your way through it, technically, um most of the time. Um the RPG stuff is just like no like because you have to manage different parties and like Phoenix down people up and all this kind of stuff, it just becomes unusable and it's just like okay, cool, well, I'm just fucked. Anyway um so i started playing eight infinite wealth um if people haven't seen it this is the one where you go to hawaii and i was interested slash worried slash excited to see what a japanese studio does with a representation of america specifically hawaii america hawaii yeah um and it's interesting because it simultaneously does the probably industry leading translation team. Like the guys who do the trans the English translation for the Yakuza games, probably some of the best in the business, I think. Like the way sure. that they take what is quite clearly a script full of colloquialisms, Japanese specific um terminology and ways of approaching stuff and just general and then just basically write the game again for english viewers or english readers is just spectacular just they do it every single one i've played since zero has been incredible absolutely incredible so you now have to deal with america with hawaii where shocking so why did they end up in hawaii okay so the sale for the story which takes four hours to get to hawaii because it's a yakuza game four that seems low for yakuza i think it was about four 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 or five hours something like that anyway um so at the end of seven by the end of seven which i had to go spoilers by the way spoilers for seven um uh ichi is um it's called the great dissolution basically is what happens where all of the where the two big yakuza families that are there are dissolved and basically eliminated so uh eight starts and ishi is working in the job center essentially finding work for the normal hello people. work hello work finding jobs for normal people as well as specifically trying to help as many yakuza as possible get back into the real world because sure it is based on actual like things that happened in japan where the Japanese government uh, really cracked down the Yakuza by making it basically exceptionally difficult to have a normal life if you're a member of the Yakuza, where like you can't mm-hmm. you can't have bank accounts, you can't have you can't rent property, any of that kind of stuff. And there was this basically this period of even after you leave, there was like a five year window where it's still exceptionally difficult for you to like live a life. And a lot of people were like, "This is not the way to do this." There's a whole political upheaval, but this was a real thing, right? So yeah. Um, I was about to say Kiryu, not Kiryu. Uh, Kasuga is trying to 
help Yakuza. So he works in the job center and tries to find them real jobs, but is also on the side, like talking to them, helping them out, pointing them at people he knows, all of this kind of stuff, trying to get Yakuza back into the uh, back into the, yeah. the normal life. Um, he is known as the hero of uh, Yokohama because everyone knows who he is because he helped with a lot of like dealing with the Yakuza and all this kind of stuff. Everyone knows who he is. Everyone's loved. Fantastic opening sequence. You should just go look up the opening credits, like the title card. Just absolutely stellar intro uh, with music and animation and stuff. Just great. Um, all's going fine. I mean, he's still like, so he's like, it's good. Uh, like he leaves his job in like a nice suit, helps a Yakuza. There's a whole section there. He's walking through town. Everyone's like, hey, Kazuga, how you doing? Like, love you. All this kind of stuff. He's like, I'm the coolest motherfucker ever. And then he wakes up the next day, like, he fades to black after the credits, and he wakes up the next day, and he's basically in a shack at the top of a building. Like, he's not making money. He's not, like, doing well in yeah, inverted sure. commas. He's still slumming it. Um, and he has to get up and go to work. He gets up and goes to work, and his boss is like, hey, you're fired. And he's like, why? And they were like, it came down from up on high. You've done a great job. <clears throat> you're fired. Um, he's like, well, shit. Okay, fine. And goes meets up with his buddies the guys from or the team from the previous game and all of them are like hey we all got fired today uh and we're all now back to being fucking nothing um and as they're leaving Kasuga finds uh he gets accosted by a group who shove a phone in his face and this this is the screenshot i sent you um there's a vtuber who does like call out streams where like they'll report on like corruption in the government or everything from like right, corruption okay. in the government to like this celebrity is cheating on this celebrity and all this kind of stuff. But basically they have footage of you in the uh in the uh job center helping Yakuza. They take that out of context to be like he's still in the Yakuza or he's secretly working for the Yakuza. Um, this thing gets millions and millions of views, millions and millions of hits on fake YouTube, and it pressures everyone involved to then get fired from their jobs because now because they're still working for the Yakuza and it looks bad. So right, Casca's fucked. He's like, well, what the fuck are we going to do now? Your old boss, not your old Yakuza boss, meets up with you. There's a whole bunch of story I'm not going to spoil, but it's basically like, yo, you don't really have anything left here. We need you to do a thing for us in Hawaii. And they give you a passport, and it's like you right, I see. Okay. And then from there, it just fucking goes off in like a wild, like it kicks off almost immediately. Like the plane hits the ground and shit starts popping off. It's insane. Um. So yeah, so you end up in Hawaii. I cannot currently go back to y- y- uh, Yokohama. It's not an option. Maybe I can at some point later. Who knows? Um. But yeah, so you're the whole game. Well, all the Yakuza stuff is taking place in Hawaii. Uh, and it's interesting, right? There's this and the other game I'm going to talk about are the first games I've actually played where they've accept where they are officially like COVID happened, like it's mentioned by name. Oh, like really? It's, oh, it's part of it's part of the story. Well, it's not part of the story. It's mentioned multiple times during the story of like during the pandemic when nobody could afford to pay for anything. Like it's explicit, sure, like, yeah. canon. And it, every time I see it, I was like, oh, right, yeah, this was a kind That's of... interesting. I didn't know they were doing that. That's cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this kind of was a big deal, huh? Where, like, this could be part of stories that happen in 2023 in this game. Um, but yeah, like, mechanically, it is a Yakuza game, right? There are... Well, it's a like a dragon game. So it's a JRPG. 
is kind of turn-based but with positioning with like real-time positioning so like yeah when you go into combat and when it becomes your character's turn there's like a circle around them which is like you can move to anywhere in the circle it was two attacks i watched uh i watched my friend play a bit of it and the thing that it reminded me most of was chrono trigger which is uh because that's all about like positional and aoe based like attacks and stuff like that so it was all a good legacy to have i feel like oh no yeah if you're gonna mimic anything you might absolutely chrono trigger like um so the combat is kind of a lot about positioning i mean it's got like all the jrpg stuff about like elemental weaknesses and and um all that kind of stuff but a lot of it is so they are still they are still sticking with the stuff from like a dragon where it was a jrpg not as a real time game yeah 100 um like i said the positioning is real time but the order of execution is turn-based so you do so yeah so like if you hit somebody from the back you get double damage if you knock people into other people they both get hit and take some damage as well if you knock characters if you knock enemies into other members of your team provided you have bonded with them enough they will follow do follow-up attacks as part of your turn a lot of positional stuff a lot of elemental stuff you have hp and mp you have basically magic powers it's great it still has the same framing which i really liked which basically solved every question from seven which is kasuga still thinks he's in fucking dragon quest so like Oh, is it, he still has that. Okay, sure. Right. So he goes into. So you go into combat. So you're just running around like as a dude, and then you go into combat, and like everyone like pulls out their weapons. Kasuga like rolls like there's like a like a like a magical girl transformation thing, and Kasuga suddenly has uh, leather gloves, has rolled up his shirt, and is like back in a. It's great. Um, like you're. I, I'm glad they kept that because that was just like a weird aspect to like a dragon that was all, quite cool. All so the was, enemies yeah. also change into like weird forms of themselves so like yeah. there's a there's a bunch of guys um one of the enemy types you come across is like guys um like homeless uh, homeless people asleep in uh, uh sleeping bags and then you will go into combat and they'll magically transform and they basically turn into like a metapod who just launches themselves at you uh, right okay sure. like there are uh, yeah there's a whole bunch of like that you come across a bunch of thugs and then one of them like puts on like a hoodie with a microphone and is now like a hype man who then uh, quotes and talks shit at you is one of their moves which gives you less agility and shit like that like Mm. it's that kind of stuff really good framing that basically lets them do whatever the fuck they want and it's fine um super smart um yeah so and the combat seems okay right now um it's they're definitely I, i like the improvements they've made since the last game um they're doing uh at bits where you do like basically dungeons where there's like long sections of like combat or you're exploring all that stuff twice now they've had a bit that goes like hey here's the recommended level you need to be to do this i was like awesome i'll be back in 20 minutes (laughs) like that just little bits like that just make it so much easier to deal with um all that stuff yeah all that stuff totally fine i i'm not here for the combat but the combat is totally serviceable um and kind of interesting in points um story's excellent writing's excellent last night threw a fucking curveball at me i did not expect in terms of oh, that's good the way the story cool. goes um i don't think there's another game out there that handles the uh walks the line in terms of tone where it can radically switch from the dumbest fucking shit you've ever seen to like super like intense heartfelt emotion happening 
and it just seems fine. It doesn't seem like it's jarring. It just seems really, really good. Um, all the mini games are great. The amount of the amount of layers of stuff involved. So, like, as the to, to take two polar opposite examples, there is Sujimon, which is a, their Pokemon parody, which is you going around collecting weirdos from Hawaii and then making them fight. And there's like a fake Professor Oak. That seems that seems wrong, but okay. <laughs> but you don't you don't capture them in balls. You give them gifts and say, "Please, will you help fight with me?" And there's a little mini game about you begging for their their, their assistance. And right, then there's like okay. an underground fighting ring which has like Pokemon rock paper scissors stuff. There's a fake Professor Oak who gives you a Suji Dex, which goes on your phone, which lets you collect them all. You have to you literally pick a starter. Like all that shit is in there. There's like levels of complexity to the combat. There's like multiple tutorial sections on how it all works. Just they really fucking go for it with some of this stuff. And then at the other end, um, part of the story is like, hey, you have no fucking money um, and you need to brave some people. So you need to start making money. And then they start showing you some of the yeah. ways you make money in this game. And one of them is also there's there's straight up like Uber Eats logos in Yokohama. Like not like fake Uber Eats, like Uber Eats. Like, like actual Uber Eats. Actual okay. Uber Eats. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then there's like, oh, hey, there's a mini game about doing food deliveries on bikes. I was like, oh, that's an interesting branding. The branding is not Uber Eats. It is crazy delivery where a guy in a yellow shirt with green hair shows up on a bike going crazy biking and then uh, lands and is like, hey, can you deliver this food? Also, you, you get bonus points if you do tricks. And also, nice. okay. uh, uh, you need to like stop in these circles to deliver this food. And the more tricks you do, the higher the. D- and also, you get five yep. minutes. I get it. And it's like I get the reference. Excellent. Yeah. Sega really mining their mining their back catalog. Absolutely excellent. Really, really funny. Just as they put out that big thing that was like, we're revamping all of our core things, right. like yep. Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi and yep. all these things. That's pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah just incredibly dumb fantastic uh the arcade Great. the arcade games this time round are uh virtual fighter 3 4 sure 4 uh, um, sure sega bass fishing like the full nice arcade yeah. arcade sega bass fishing is in there and a game called spike out which is a game i've never heard of before but it's like a 3D spike brawler. spike okay spike up spike out i think spike out Game I've never fucking heard of before, but it's like a walk around 3D brawler. It looks Dreamcast esque, so don't know what it was. Um, okay. They're all there, just straight up emulations. Just it's just there, it's just in there because this is a thing that Yakuza does now. Um, the yeah, date- Sega Spike out. Sega Spike is, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a uh, there's a whole dating app, which is uh, excellent because it is also a parody of microtransactions because you have to pay money to get matches and you spend real money on tokens and then tokens are used to spend matches. You do like a text conversation. I was pissing myself laughing because there's, as you're doing the dating stuff and you have to like reply, like this is the dating thing is a really interesting, like microcosm of Yakuza, right? Cause it's incredibly dumb. Like it's so stupid. Yeah, of course. It's incredibly yeah. well-written, very funny, but there are mechanics to it because you build a dating profile on the app where you say, like, I do this for a living. I like this, but I also like this and all this kind of stuff. 
Um, and then in the dating profile, the 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 person you're talking to will then ask you questions about the things you've set on your profile. And if you lie, you lose like it go, the the attraction nice. goes down. Okay. Like there's a whole thing in there when you select what you want to reply to in the thing. You have to do like a rhythm game thing to make sure you type it right. And if you fuck it up, you type garbage, and it it goes down. At certain points during the conversation, if you do well the conversation, they're like, hey, they send you a sexy photo. And the first one they fucking sent me was just feet. And I was just like, what is happening? What is going on here? And it's like, I, I did it for another person. It was just like, here's quite clearly like a hand model. This is like, here's yeah. hands. And Kasuga is like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's just great. Um, so wait, you're are you playing as Ichi yes. still? Kasuga, but Kiryu yeah. is there, right? As Kiryu, he... without getting into spoilers, yes, Kiryu is also in Hawaii for other reasons. Sure, and you for be different up, reasons. Okay, for different sure. reasons. And again, you don't meet him not for to another... do with the orphanage that he has in Hawaii. No, uh, that's okay. not in Hawaii. That's still in. Japan, is that not in Hawaii? I, I thought it was. I think it's a different okay. part of Japan, but no, it's got nothing to do with that. Um, he does sure, show up okay. in Hawaii though for reasons. Um, for reasons, okay, sure. There's just so much stuff in this game uh, that... Yeah, it's a Yakuza game. I assume there's just just, like billions of things. Just hundreds of things. All the karaoke's back. That's a very important part that's missing from 7. The uh, karaoke's back. It has Judgment from Zero, one of the greatest songs in a video game. Uh, Yeah. It's good. It's like, it's... It continues to be well-written. It continues to be an interesting story. It's going to be like 60 hours of game. So I will report yep, back when I get sure. further into it. Um, they're doing some interesting stuff. The bit that's maybe a little bit off is like some of the the handling of um, the handling of homelessness in it is a little bit off. Um, it's played a little too much on the laugh side as opposed to like, but but also there is social commentary there, right? Because. They talk about so one of the characters you meet early on that joins your party is like a Hawaii, like lives in Hawaii, um, and talks about it and is like, yeah, this is where other states in the U.S. send their homeless people and just dump them on this island to live. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's interesting social commentary. And then it's just like, oh yeah, and then all of the homeless people eventually got so pissed off they formed a gang that murders people at night. And you're like, what? Okay, huh? Right. Um, and they're the bad guys in this whole. Well, they appear to currently be the vil- the main villains in this whole thing. And also, like, there's just a lot in there. They deal with um, shocking amount of people in Hawaii speak Japanese. Yeah, just for gameplay reasons, oh, I be, assume that that'll come back when I talk about my game. Oh right, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, you do it like the first character you meet speaks both, so there's a way you could see they're them doing translation. They kind of start by delineating what's in English and what's in Japanese. Also, the voiceover, I'm playing it in Japanese with subtitles. The voiceovers of English is in English with subtitles, and they, like, square bracket right. them to show you that it's being spoken in English. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They kind of just give up on that at some point, where, like, if you're listening to the voices, like, you get the English, but they don't delineate it anymore. Um, all the voice actors they've got that do both languages, like, you meet a cop early on who does... Japanese and English. I don't know if it's two different voice actors. It sounds like the same voice actor, but like nails both deliveries in both languages. Like, yeah, complete hats off to all of them. Um, yeah, there's some stuff in there that I'm still a little bit apprehensive of, but generally it seems to be doing the right things 
the whole, like homeless representation aside. Uh, but there's some stuff that you would only encounter in a game set in America that you're like, I wonder how this is going to handle some of this. Uh, and we will see how that goes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll report back in 60 hours when I'm... After, yeah, another 60 I'm, hours, yeah. When I'm done. Uh, how, long, how long is that game? How long? Actually? It's got to be... I'm, they're usually about 60 hours. Like a dragon. Infinite wealth, make if sure. anybody you... even... It'll be on... 60 hours, yeah. F- yeah. 59 and a half hours, there you go. Yeah, and that's 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 you knowing you're 100%ing stuff, either. Oh god, no. Um, yeah, that's not the completionist run, that's the you blast through the main story run, yeah. like that's the... Yep, yep. Um, okay, do you wanna, you wanna, you wanna tell us about something now? Yeah, um, so I spent Christmas break kinda like, uh, not aimless, but like, the stuff I was expecting, like, there was gonna be like a Destiny expansion and that got delayed and stuff like that, right. so I spent time... Played played some Warframe again. That game is still fun, but are you still playing thoroughly Warframe? Overwhelming. God no, that's not okay. Uh, cool. Thoroughly overwhelming, but cool game. Yep. Uh, played. Got really into the new set of Team Fight Tactics. That was a lot of fun. Enjoyed that a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, the the so, but the thing I'm going to talk about now is a game that like, literally just came out. It's a game I've been waiting on for a while since it got announced, which is Tekken Eight. Right. Um, yes. So. I, as a fighting game player, Tekken is one of the few games that I'd never really given a fair shot. Sure. I tried a lot of fighting games, never really gave... I played 7 a bit, but I never really tried of, like, let's understand what the fuck this game is and, like, try and ladder and, like, figure out of course. if I can be good at it or not. Uh, and But I watch a lot of Tekken. I watched a lot of professional Tekken 7 and really, really enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, when 8 comes out, I'm going to give it a fair shot mm-hmm. and see what the fuck happens. Sure. Um... So yeah, Tekken 8 is it is definitely a Tekken game, but with new mechanics and stuff like that in it. Mm. Um, I really I don't really know where to start talking about Tekken 8. So like, there's two um, halves to Tekken, right? There's like, how is it as a mechanical fighting game, and then what the yeah. fuck is happening with the story, right? Like, oh yeah, those are the yeah, two yeah, bits. Yeah. So like, Pretty how much. is how is it as a fighting game? Let's start there. So I, I, as a fight as a fighting game, it is uh, super good. It's not. Is not a radical departure from Tekken. Tekken being uh, so it's a three D fighter, so it's you can move around in three different planes as opposed to like a two D fighter. It's been a game that's always been about juggle combos. It's been mm-hmm. about knocking your opponent up in the air and doing a big combo on them. So it's yep. a game that is more about instead of two D fighters, which are a lot about like uh, how you. I was going to say it's, Tekken has this as well, but two D games are typically a lot about like how you handle your neutral game. Like right. how you handle your like spacing and like getting in and like and figuring out the one thing that you can do to get in and start your combo that does your crazy 2D fighter shit. Are, there, are, is are more... there any other big fighting games left that do the full 3D like spin arounds? Uh MK's 2D now not really. There hasn't been a Soul Calibur game in a while. Soul there isn't Calibur. really a big 3D fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, there hasn't been one of them in ages. Yeah, so yeah, there yeah. isn't really like a big 3D fighter. Uh, Tekken's kind of the one. Um, and yeah, counter to 2D games, Tekken is more about your neutral game is a lot of like poking. It's a lot of like doing two two hits and then sort of like backing off until you can find one big hit that launches them in the air. Right. Or puts them in some sort of state, whether it's like a counter hit or whatever that puts them in some sort of state that then lets you juggle them. Mm-hmm. Um, so as opposed to 2D games where it's about opening your opponent up, Tekken is more like 
finding the right moment to wait in your opponent whiffing a move to then counter hit and knock them in the air or launch them or whatever it is. Yeah. Um it is it's super, super solid. Mechanically it's a lot of fun. The the thing that they've introduced this is uh a new mechanic called Heat, which is a secondary bar that you have that you can use once per round that basically enters you into sort of like a powered up state. Mm-hmm. Your attacks do slightly more damage and you have access to like slightly different more uh, different moves and stuff like that. But it's more about what heat does in the moment. So there are different right. ways. You can act you can activate heat a couple of different ways, whether it's just like a, a, a hit that is just like your your guy activates heat and punches your opponent. Uh not the best way of activating heat, but it does reset combo stuff so if you do it mid combo it like resets damage so you can extend it longer and stuff like gotcha, that gotcha gotcha uh and there are there, there there is a there's a new mechanic that is like or there's a part of heat that is like a move that when you do it it activates heat and then your guy runs in so it's like a, a very aggressive sort of move of like i've hit you i'm gonna go in and start doing right. stuff yeah yeah um the game has shifted kind of like a lot of fighting games recently has shifted more about aggression rather than defense is still super important but it, it the game is trying to encourage you to fight right so it's the the not only with like the heat moves and stuff like that but like your 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 life bar has there's a concept of fighting game that's called gray life which is like your your as your life bar goes down there's like leftovers that you yeah, can I, get I, back i saw this when i was watching some watching some tekken so you can yeah. like recover some so, of it back yeah in Tekken 8, you get your Grey Life back by fighting. If you hit your opponent, you get your Grey Life back. So they're encouraging you, if you're getting hit a lot, you can recover by fighting back, as opposed to you like turtling up and staying defensive. They are trying to encourage you to get in and hit mm. people. Um, which is kind of the same for a lot of fighting games recently. Like Strive made a couple of um, mechanical changes to Guilty Gear to kind of encourage people to right. hit each other more. Right, right. Um, so they're trying to stop this kind of like ultra-defensive turtle-up play. Uh, same with Street Fighter. Street Fighter introduced a whole bunch of uh, like drive impacts and stuff like that to try and get you to fucking fight each other. Yeah. Um, but uh, Tekken, so Tekken does it as well. And yeah, the game comparing to Tekken Seven does feel a lot more aggressive. People are going in a lot more and like trying to get in your face with like raw aggression, which they didn't really use to. Tekken was a lot more pokey, mm-hmm. but now people are just like, I hit you with my dra- my heat engager move and run at you, and then it's it's just a big deal. Um, but it's really fun. It's super solid. The, it, it's weird coming from the 2D world. So coming from like Street Fighter and Strive, which is like the stuff I played in Grand Blue and stuff mm. like that. The the skills are sort of transferable, but not really. Um, well, I mean, how much the does, way co- how much does the 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 3D movement change how that game plays? So it, right, it does a lot. So yeah. the the move because you can like move in and out of the foreground you can dodge stuff really easily. Mm-hmm. So your opponent can't just like constantly throw stuff at you and expect you to block and like yeah. do like high low back because you could just walk behind them and it, everything whiffs on you. Then that's typically how you get a lot of like punishes like counter hits or launchers or whatever is by your opponent going to do one big move and you sidestepping it and then launching gotcha. them. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it, it's super important because you'll if you watch professional Tekkens, they're like constantly moving like backwards and forwards and in and out and stuff like that to try mm. and find the right angle. Um, but yeah, the skills between 2D and 3D are you still have understanding, like your understanding of like how fighting games work because that shit doesn't change. Like yeah, it's yeah. still all like frame data and pokes and like figuring out how stuff works. But the 
the way that Tekken works and the way that the combos are assembled are different. You kind of have to change your outlook. Tekken's a four-button game. It's right. it's left and right hand and left and right foot. It's yeah. not like like it's medium not heavy low. and yeah. unique and whatever. It's not well there is high low, but it's like it's actually there's high medium and low in Tekken, but that's slightly different. Yeah. But it is it's a four button game and the 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 way that the combos are set up because it's like a juggle game, mm-hmm. like because you're doing a launcher and then trying to juggle them out of it. Your understanding of combos is not if I set it like as in 2D where it's like if I sit and run through this combo at this point I get like a 50-50 mix-up high-low opportunity that I can use on you or I could do this or whatever. Tekken is a lot of like I'm waiting to find my one moment then mm. I'm going to execute my thing and then it, it's, it's a lot more not flowcharty where it's like I have done this, I can do this, this and this. Yeah. Because your opponent's immobile because they're flying in the air. You can kind of do whatever and it's just about optimizing around that. Well, um, a bunch of the stuff I saw about this game, more than a bunch of things. I mean, I don't understand fighting games really, but like as yeah. a as a as a uneducated viewer, the most the biggest thing I saw out of like decent Tekken fighting was a lot of a lot more comebacks than you would see in other games where yeah. like somebody would just like somebody would be getting pummeled. And then they would manage to just like break through, and then suddenly it turns, and they're in the middle of like a giant combo. Yeah, and it'll turn again. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's closer to like it's closer to like a fucking anime fight where it's like he's getting pummeled, yeah, and then is. suddenly his eyes glow red, and he's like goes back and does yep. the thing. Like that is, that's that, different. That, is, that that is what I mean about Tekken being. It's a lot more a game about like fishing. Like you're yeah. fishing for the right hit to yes. then get someone in. So yeah, it's it. That is a lot of what Tekken right. is. Um. And it is really cool. I've been sitting trying to figure it out and like figure how how to make it click. And I understand the combo structure now. I understand what you're supposed to do to make a successful combo in Tekken, gotcha. which is launch, do do your stuff until you hit a specific move that's called a tornado, which is like a sort of like a reset on juggles because juggles only take you so far because your opponent will keep falling until they hit the ground. Gotcha. But if you tornado it's a reset on that momentum mm-hmm. so you could juggle someone do a bunch of stuff hit a tornado move they spin out in the air that then resets their momentum so you could do more stuff to them gotcha it's in between that and it's the in between stuff that is the okay what am i going to do here i started with this what happens how do i figure this out and like all that stuff mm. and then it at the end it becomes what do i finish this combo with it's like it's like you got a a flowchart and then a big block that sends launcher, mm-hmm. then a flowchart and then a big block that says tornado, and then a smaller block that is your ender, where it's like, am I going to end this with damage? Am I pushing them into the wall? If I push them into the wall, can I do more stuff? Gotcha. Like it is, that's the combo, as opposed to 2D fighters, which are just like, I have my big combo, here's my big combo, done it, keep moving, pressure, apply stuff. It's a very different thing in Tekken where the combos are a lot more adaptable and freeform. You can do a lot more stuff. Um, and I find combos in Tekken way easier to pull off right? because Tekken isn't, well it's crazy Te- don't get me wrong, Tekken's insane but the you're not you're not a 2D anime Street Fighter thing where people are throwing fireballs or doing DP motions it's all single buttons or combined buttons with like down or down back or down forward or whatever, there's no like quarter circle well, oh. some characters have quarter circles but there's no like 
stupid special inputs or whatever. Like the, the input so things of, are way shorter than they would be for like normal. Not even stuff. shorter, just just like just like they don't have the crazy inputs. So oh, instead of okay. like like a combo and strive when I was playing Sin, where it's like you do like a down heavy slash that then leads into like a DP motion that's then a quarter circle forward and blah blah. It's in Tekken. It's like you hit your launcher, which is down forward and like two or whatever. That's just the notation of one, two, three, four for the buttons. It's like down forward two, but then your combo is just like down two, then three, then three, four, then three, four, one. And like, it's not, you're not doing these crazy motions. It's a lot more grounded in the understanding of I'm just going to punch you with my feet and my, or like hit you with my legs and hit you with my hands. There's no like, then I'm going to do this fireball and then that'll juggle you in the air to do my crazy DP or whatever. It's just hitting someone. So it, in my head, it makes a lot more sense, and it makes a lot more sense to pull off because right. you're just doing these like slightly more mechanical button presses, um, which is something I never knew before about Tekken about like how you're actually supposed to execute these combos. And the fact that I found it and it works is great. It's yeah, super yeah. cool. Um, nice. Yeah, game's a lot of fun. Um, the the cast is uh, back as ever with, with like all the people that you sort of expect. Uh, I'm playing one of the new people, which is Azucena, who is the, if you look at the marketing material, is the crazy girl, crazy coffee lady from Peru who does all the dances. Um, she is crazy fun. Her stuff is like wild. Um, she's a lot more, she's very aggressive. She wants to kind of like get in your face, but she's also, um, she wants to kind of like bait you into doing stuff and then punishing you based off of it. So her, 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 she does a lot of like running and like motion stuff like that because she's hopped up on coffee that's kind of her character oh got you, got her, you. Yes, i'm seeing it now her stance which is a lot of taking people people have a stance which is called liberator she kind of like baits her opponent she like shouts at them and then sticks her chin forward as if it's like a bait and when she's in that stance she automatically parries high and low moves so if your opponent goes to hit you with a high move she sort of like ducks out the way and weaves gotcha. around it yeah, or yeah. if she hits you with a low move, she like jumps over it or whatever. So she is about you being aggressive and watching your opponent make a mistake and then you dodging out of the way and counter-hitting off of it or whatever, or launching them or whatever. Gotcha. Very, very cool. She's she's a lot of fun just because she moves around all crazy and her moves are pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of like the core of Tekken. That, it's a lot of fun to play and it's super solid. And like The online code is great. They're using rollback smooth the only time i've ever had a problem is if you're playing someone on like really terrible wi-fi but sure. that's the same for every fighting game on the planet yeah ever. that's a no standard amount of yeah yeah no amount of amazing that code is going to save you from that that's just yep. part of it um that the two the two worst things you can do in a fighting game are have play on wi-fi with bad internet and play on a bad machine if you play mm. on a computer that can't run it it also ruins it online of course yeah um so that yeah so then the other aspect of Tekken that you want me to talk about is the story yeah um so Tekken 8 is the 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 kind of like culmination of the eight games worth of story that's come before it oh really um, okay yeah Tekken has always had a kind of wild story about the Mishima family and the devil gene and all this stuff it it, it it's it is it has always been crazy this game you know what? Actually, the, a... the, the thing I really need from you here is um, I need yeah. uh, Brian Cox to explain to me how. Uh, God, that video is the, the best. wildest it's video the... I've seen in a long time. It's one of it's one of the best bits of gaming media that's ever been created. Is we got Brian Cox to explain the backstory to Tekken Eight, Mis- and he wanders around on this every character Tekken name, 
Mishima Kazuya pronounces it differently every single time, walks around on a green screen and they put him on like cliff faces and volcanoes and stuff like that. It's the best. Frank it's Huck so has, good. has no history with the series. He doesn't voice a character. He's never expressed no. an interest in Tekken. The, the, the series of decisions that required that video, were required for that video very, to exist. Yeah, very well-respected actor they got to talk about Tekken for like eight minutes. And it's is it is it's it so is it good? Literally, just succession was a thing. Is that it? I guess I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, sorry. Yes, but yeah, you should go watch that video because yeah. it's fantastic. But it does it does give you the basic information of uh, Kazuya now controls the two big corporations in the world and is trying to take over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. I'll. I'll, I'll spoiler this because I kind of want to talk about the story a little bit. Okay. Um, so if you don't want to know the story to Tekken, skip forward a bit. Uh, but yeah, so Kazuya has as is is poised to take over the world with the combined forces of uh, the Mishima Zaibatsu and G Corp, which you don't need to worry about what the fuck they are, but they're okay. just global powers. Um, and he does a whole bunch of stuff. He unlocks his Devil Gene, becomes Devil Kazuya, and basically, it's the funniest thing. It's one of the funniest things in this game where he beats the shit out of Jin, who's the main character. Mm-hmm does his whole thing gets devil form and then does a worldwide thing that says like i now rule the world what we're gonna do is have a martial arts tournament we determine the the ranking of different countries within my new world order what if you do well okay yeah so if you're if you as the representative of your country does well you will be rewarded and you will have higher status than other countries in the world which will if you lose they have the first implication is that if you lose in this tournament, Kazuya personally is going to come and like nuke your country with his crazy devil powers. Okay, but then it progresses later to if you lose, you basically just become subservient to the countries above you. It's weird. I don't actually know what ends up happening, but that was the weird implication. Okay, um, and then Jin and uh, the the rebellion who are called Yggdrasil have to then fight. Kazuya, the story goes weird places where Kazuya like absorbs the power of the actual progenitor devil of the devil gene and oh becomes God. okay a real actual becomes actually real devil like Become- actual Satan. Yep. Um, and Jin loses his powers, but then gains his powers back by like uh, confronting his past. But then because he's confronted it head on, it's like the good version of the devil gene. That then his own mum, who was dead but comes back to him as a ghost, like clen- cleanses his devil gene, but not really because he still uses it. So he becomes angel gin as opposed to devil gin. Yep, yep. And that gets, but the this and at one point in that game, the world war starts, and for like two chapters of that game, that it, the game becomes Dynasty Warriors, um, yep. where you're taking control of various members of the Tekken cast fighting like actual soldiers on a battlefield for a bit it's 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 wild and then the game ends with the game ends with devil devil kazia and angel Jin fighting so much that they because you know it's tekken and there has to be a volcano at the of end of course um devil kazia throws like a spirit bomb at Jin yeah. that causes his like angel powers to awaken and he diverts the spirit bomb into the ocean uh-huh. that then causes a volcano to rise yep. but 
and they fly over to do a bunch of fighting, and then something shoots out of the volcano with such force that this part of the volcano ends up in space. And cool. you, Devil Kazia and Angel Jin, fight each other on the flying bit of a volcano in space as it comes back to Earth. Um, Man, I, it, I miss Asura's Wrath. They should make another one of those. Yeah, like, the, the, the things that got me about it were, this is either Asura's Wrath or um, Metal Gear Rising were the two things that came to my mind of, like, you guys are just fucking going with it and picking stuff and just doing whatever. Yep. And... Yeah, like Angel Jin, because he's got his mum's powers, it's like purification, and he like cleanses the devil gene out of him and Kazuya, and it basically ends with Jin and Kazuya having a actual fist fight while a tsunami happens, but it's Excellent. a fight over like six rounds, where you beat the shit out of him and someone stands up and does a big move, and then someone else stands, very anime, like super right. anime towards Fantastic. the end of it. That's what you want, though. The- the the story mode is four hours and it fucking rules. So much <laughs> shit happens in that fucking story mode that is so dumb. And the the my favorite thing that you were talking about earlier, where you were talking about like people randomly speaking Japanese. Yeah. So like, there are a bunch of people from different parts of the world in this story because it's the whole point of the King Iron Fist tournament. And people working for Yggdrasil. So you have people like Jin and. Uh, Shoai and uh, Lee and all these people that are all Japanese speakers and they speak Japanese to each other and then they meet up with people like Paul Phoenix who's American mm-hmm. uh, Leo who is uh, German uh, Leroy who's American uh, Lily who's French Victor who's French uh, a bunch of people who all speak different languages and they speak their native languages to each other mid cutscene right. And they all understand each other, and it's never explained. Is like, the, is the voice acting done in the native language? Yes. Oh. So, okay. So Victor, Victor, who is the head of Black Talon, who's like the the secret ninja thing that like sure. Raven works for and stuff like that. Raven meets up with Victor on Victor's like super secret sub base. Yeah. Speaks to him in English. Victor responds in French. And Raven just understands that and continues to speak in English and leaves. And then you get to a point where they're meeting, Yggdrasil are meeting to plan the big final battle. And it is Lars speaking in Japanese to Leo, who's speaking in German, speaking to Lily, who's speaking in French, about Jin, who's speaking in Japanese. And it, it, it goes, and Asusen is there, who's speaking Peruvian or whatever the South American language is. I don't know if Peruvian's a language, but maybe yeah, it's yeah, Portuguese yeah. or whatever. It's and people just do it and no one mentions it and it, it and it's fine. Like everybody just responds and talks and so everyone in everyone in the Tekken universe can speak Japanese, German, English, French, <laughs> Peruvian. <laughs> Excellent. But doesn't but doesn't respond to anybody in any of those languages. They just get it and then automatically translate it into whatever their native language is. And there's no like it's, there's no like story oh, based. Bear. They can all speak bear as well, because they have oh. to speak to Kuma and Panda. And they just speak in grunts. Because so, I was going to so say, is there no, there's, all... no, like, there's no like text story explanation as to like, we have a universal translator, no. including, no. The, but then you they said just... like, oh, they also speak bear. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, they don't mind. care. They just speak to each other. And cool. no one Excellent. never explains. Because it doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. It's a fucking why, wild why story about this combat tournament. Yeah. Like, why would you care? Um, it's fucking wild. And it's Great. so good. Like, Excellent. I played it all yesterday and it was, it was fantastic. It's such a good fucking good. story good, mode. Good. Um, 
So right, the 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 one thing that I I want to talk about with Tekken, which is the kind of like the big game changer. Mm. Um, so fighting games have gotten really good with their their training modes and stuff like that recently. They've started to understand that the thing that was holding people back from fighting games was the fact that it is filled with arcane language and understanding that people sure. have played these games since arcades understand, but no one else does. Mm-hmm. And they started bringing that to the forefront of like hey here's what it is to actually do offense here's what like a fuzzy yep. block is here's what all this like fucking weird ass arcane language means sure tekken does that as well but does it in a kind of like more simplified way of um it's it, it, it's an interesting comparison because uh another fighting game that came out recently was uh Undernight 2 it's just called mm. uni 2 i won't say the whole title because it's insane but which is like a proper real old school anime fighter that is as anime fighters you can get it's fucking wicked complicated there's systems out the arse uh but um the thing this is, that this does, is not a name this is not exactly that's why i'm not saying it um okay cool that game so that game is uh as anime as anime can get but in its tutorial mode and it's like teaching you the game mode it throws fighting game terminology at you and then explains it so it says here is here is a a training drill about fuzzy blocking here's what fuzzy blocking is here's why it matters here's how you do it this is what okazemi is here's why okazemi matters this is what you do to do okazemi blah 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 blah. explains it through this training mode which is great because you're basically like pulling apart this fucking weird language that we all speak as fighting game players tekken does it by not using the language and just explains the situation to you which is just hey here's a situation where your opponent is doing this to get around that you can do this or this right this is called this is a mix-up you can do it this way it doesn't matter that we called it a mix-up here's how you do it um and it backs this up with uh in your move list it'll show you the the move and the input and then it'll have like a a pop-up that comes up at the side being like this is a useful move for doing X. Nice. So for uh, Azucena, for example, her uh, her forward forward four two, which is like a running knee punch combo thing, mm. they highlight uh, saying this leaves Azucena in a positive situation when blocked by your opponent. So it's very good for pressure. It's very right. good for running in and getting in on your opponent. In fighting game language, what that is is it's plus on block. So you still have advantage, so you can still go after you've done this move. Game yep. doesn't need to tell you that. It just says, this is good if your opponent's blocking. Do this, and you're fine. Good. Very, very good. Excellent stuff to do. Break it down into a base level. Pull apart the arcane language and just say, hey, this move is good if your opponent's blocking. Yep. If, you're, if your opponent's blocking high, it's good to do this because you can mix it up with a low or whatever. Excellent stuff. Mm-hmm. It then takes it to the next level, which is the replay system. And this is... One of the biggest innovations in fighting games I've ever seen. Okay. It's, it is staggering what this replay system can do. So if you, you can download one of your own replays or one of the replays wherever you can get it, it's fine, mm-hmm. lets you download it. Point one, at any point, you can take over either character and try and get out of a situation. So if you download oh, one of your own replays against someone and you were like, I was put into this situation by this character doing this thing. If I take over my character, let's see if I can figure out a way of getting out of it. Right. So you can look at it and be like, so here I did like one plus two and got hit out of it. If instead of doing one plus two, I went one 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 or one two or whatever, is that fast enough to get out of this move? If I duck, does it go over? 
it is it, it, it's a super powerful tool that lets people just try stuff and right. figure out what went wrong on their own that would be good enough mm-hmm. but the game has realized that letting people do that isn't helpful if you don't understand what you're looking for in a fighting game like if i did that to you if mm-hmm. i let you play tekken downloaded one of your replays and was like you got hit here figure out how to get out of it yeah you would mash buttons and maybe figure it out but it'd be difficult what the game does instead is if you take over mm-hmm. get to the point where you were any bad situation or you did something bad and pause it the game pops up with a little pop-up being like hey your opponent is doing this you might want to think about doing this. Oh wow! It, huh. So it and it is and it is way far delineated of like the different situations. So if you download your replay and I look at my thing and I hit a move, like I hit my launcher, like my down forward two or whatever, and hit mm-hmm. a launcher and pause it, the game pops up and says like you've put your opponent in the launch state. You might want to consider doing a combo like this. Wow! Or, and if you do it and push them to the wall and they splat against the wall and you pause it again the game will pop up and say like you've got your opponent in a wall splat here's what this character can do in this situation and gives you stuff to do Jesus. Um, okay then and that's super powerful on its own because that means that someone like you could pick it up yeah, and yeah, be yeah. like oh the game's telling me i could do this it gets even better when you get into defensive situations where you're blocking and you got hit by something if you pause it the game will go you got hit by this from this character what you can do in this situation is something like this or sidestep or do other it's giving you these options that you can learn from of like if you do this one one combo it's fast enough where you can break them out if they do this move or if you sidestep it they'll be in a punishable situation wow and and it is it's super powerful and the game is so smart that it even knows there are situations in a fighting game that are really hard to get out of, and sure. it explains that to you. So if you get yeah. put in a, a, a 50-50 mix-up, so your opponent gets you into a situation where you're blocking and can either go high or low, mm-hmm. those situations are kind of like the core of aggression in fighting mm-hmm. games. It's about opening your opponent up. Sure. If you get in that situation and you don't block it, so if, if I block high and your opponent goes low and you get hit, in that replay, if you pause it, the game pops up and says, you have been put into a 50-50 situation. Basically, this says, you guessed wrong. Next time, you would have to block low to stop this. Gotcha. The game is not saying, hey, you're a fucking idiot and got hit. Yeah. The game is saying, this was hard. It was a 50-50. You did it wrong. Consider yep. blocking the other way next time. Gotcha. It is so good. The, the replay system in this game is so good and so powerful that it will it will help you get better at fighting games, which is something that it w- that was only possible by like looking at people on the internet yeah, yeah or yeah. like listening to podcasts or watching other gameplays and trying to figure it out yourself this game has just gone like nah here's what you need to do like if you do this obviously the stuff is not going to be optimal like there will be people that will sure. figure out better combos or fancier combos or whatever but it, but gives, it gives you the th- tools to be like you did this wrong here's what you could do differently or hey you did this thing that's great this is what you can do next. It's, but it gives, it gives you the base you information the, you need to learn the situations that you will end up in. And then from there, you can start improvising and doing your own stuff. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, and it's for every character and it's for every opponent. So it gives you different things in different situations. The, 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 I would love to know 
the tool behind how they are doing that absolutely that sounds like a nightmare super interesting don't know how they coded it it is wild that it took this long for that sort of thing to be in a fighting game and i hope more fighting games use it because it is amazing it's such a good tool um yeah hats off to tekken 8 because fuck me man that thing is so good um excellent yeah the the game is not only amazing on its own but it is an amazing thing to help people understand fighting games yeah cool excellent um the other thing i wanted to briefly talk about um was so just this week when we're recording there was a playstation state of play a bunch of cool cool stuff got announced we'll deal with news next time because this is probably going to overrun but uh death stranding 2 appears to look Mm. just insane just looks like a hideo kojima game looks like a hideo kojima game in like the best and worst ways possible Oh, for um, sure. yeah. But one of the things that one of the things they showed there was, hey, here's some new footage of the Sam Hill 2 remake, which mm. looks great and terrible. Like it is cool to see those iconic locations in like proper 4K, like high res, whatever. Yeah. But then they show the gameplay and it's like, yo, James has got a shotgun and here's your over they the sure... over the shoulder camera. And like they sure did like those Resident Evil remakes. Like yeah, they right? really did like those Resident Evil there's remakes. There's a scene, there's a gif specifically of a nurse, a Silent Hill nurse vaulting over cover to come at you. And I was like, Man, you guys have lost the fucking plot. You guys do not get this at all. Like they are going like it's just Ugh. Oh, I'm so so worried about that thing. I'm just Oh yeah, I thought you and a lot of people are. There are people out there that are like defending it and stuff like that. It seems to have like nope. properly split the nope. community. Like, nope, no. Again, well, sorry. Yes, it has entirely split the community, but the other people are wrong. This is not. Yeah, not... sure. Okay, yeah. And yeah. again, the the big thing about all of these Silent Hill projects, well, no, that's not true. The big thing about the remake specifically is that there is no easy way to play the original. Like that is the problem. Like you have to go through so many hoops to play that original game today yes 90 percent of yeah. them are in gray areas legally that like i if i could play the original game i don't give a shit that this remake exists right because i can just go like that's not nah like play the play the original thing right it's fine but there's no way to do that which is the problem anyway they showed the sand hill remake and then we're like oh we also have another special project uh, and then they showed this. They showed a trailer for this thing called Silent Hill: Colon The Short Message, and then said it's free and it's out today. And I'm like, oh, interesting. So I was so confused as to what this thing was. Me too. Like, so yeah. you look at it and you're like, is this a demo? Is this like what is this thing? No. So Short Message is a. I was I was gonna say it's a full game. It's not a full game. It's like two hour and a half two hours maybe yeah. yeah yeah um it's not a prequel to a different game it's not like it's its own little concise story um and it is developed by a indie team in japan published by konami um so it's not even related to like so it's not the no code game the one from the glasgow devs it's not f which has been developed by our team it's not Bluebird. It's a whole other team um, using an engine. I don't know what it is because it seems familiar, but can't quite. Pl- 
place it. Like it's not it's weird. Anyway, so Silent Hill Sharp Message. It is set uh modern day. Again, COVID is part of the story. Like COVID is an integral part of the story here. Okay, that's cool. Um it's set in Germany, um, where your main character whose name I've forgotten, uh Alina Alita can't remember her name anyway your main character um, that says says a lot already well because it's kind of not they don't i'll get to the spoilery bit i'll say when i'm about to the spoilery bit sure um can you please look up the main character's name just google silent hill yeah a short message and i'll just i need to get her name anyway so it's set in germany um in a town that has been basically anita anita i knew it was something like that i knew it was a yeah real name um it's set in a town that has basically been economically ravaged right it was everyone was leaving because there's nothing there economically the japanese they they partnered with uh this is in germany they partnered with or they got some um interest from a, a japanese a couple of japanese companies to come in and like create jobs create factories revitalize the area basically got a bunch of funding to go revitalize the area and then COVID happened and all of that disappeared and the town just continued to fall apart so all the young people are leaving there's mass unemployment there's a whole bunch of stuff in there it's like a kind of deserted town very much like a silent hill um and the whole game takes place in this uh apartment building that was never finished it was supposed to be part of the the big rebuild of the town and yeah. uh it got abandoned so it's now this abandoned building and and here's where we start to get into spoilers also like pretty severe the game bleh, the game up front does a very in-depth content warning which it should for reasons i'll get to but it specifically sure. says mentions of suicide mentions of self-harm mentions of uh bullying and um uh emotional abuse um so the the thing about this building is a bunch of teenagers have been throwing themselves off this building and committing suicide sure so uh anita wakes up in this building not entirely sure how she gets there and all she has is her mobile phone which she uses as a flashlight and then gets messages from a girl named maya uh, and you, it is a, and also it is a first person, layers of fear esque, amnesia esque style game. Yes, so it's not a third person. The, the, vi- the vibe I got off of that trailer was like, oh, this is very like twenty ten. It is a, it is a yeah, it is a walking simulator style horror game. There's no combat. There's no nothing. It is a, you are helpless, defenseless. You need to survive. So that's the whole setup for the game. Before I get into the spoiler bit of it, it is an interesting narrative direction for what they are determining as like the start of like the new generation of Silent Hill. I think it does a lot of stuff that is interesting. Because it's only a two-hour game, they kind of throw a lot of stuff at the wall and like most of it sticks, but it does feel like there's maybe too much in there in terms of like 
like you take you take Silent Hill two for instance, right? And like that entire game is about James dealing with like his ill wife and the various yeah things about that the various mental things around that yeah, yeah. The, what the nurses represent what the town represents what the yeah. various parts of the silent hill world at the end represent um there was a, i was uh, uh reading um jess o'brien previously of um jet bomb big silent hill fan agree with her on a lot of the situations about silent hill um there was a lot of people complaining about short message being very um too what's the word literal to like in your face about its themes yeah and then yeah, she yeah. posted she posted the picture of the into the silent hill nurses in the root the the flesh room with the pistons and you're like yeah it's not subtle in yeah. a lot of yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. you were just you were just 12 and thought this was art like right like it's always kind of been like this but the thing yeah. about the thing about short message is that there's a lot of stuff in here and this is the point where I'm going to start spoiling stuff. So if you're interested, you should just go play it. It's free. It's an hour and a half. You should go play it. The gameplay part of it is not good. And I'll get to that in a minute. But like, you should probably just play it. Like if you're, if a new Silent Hill game that does some interesting stuff is interesting to you, this is the point you should just go play the game. It's, you should Yeah, for it. sure. Yeah. So this game also has like a kind of like looping mechanic in it as well. So. Anita will go through the building, uh, learn a bunch of stuff, try and figure out part of what's going on, get to the top of the building, and then throw herself off, throw herself off the building, and then wake up again with all of the memories of all the stuff that previously happened, and the, right, okay, the building sure. has deteriorated and got worse, and all this off, kind of stuff. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, this game hits fucking high school bullying self-harm abusive parents potential sexual assault uh suicides uh teen pregnancy like everything's in this right and it's an hour and a half like it feels really busy in terms of like and kind of like scattershot in terms of what it's trying to do like it's trying to do a lot of things at once like it's it's hmm it's trying to do a lot to the point where I don't think they do enough of any of them. And I, again, like they're not, they're not fucking around in this game, right? There's a scene like there is a first person self-harm scene in this game, right? They cut to black at like just the right moment, but it's exceptionally clear what's happening. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Like I said, the time loop where you where Anita jumps off the building three times, I think every single time she does that, just before she wakes up again, it shows the content warning screen again of like, here's everything that's happening. Here's a bunch of links if you are not doing well. Here's like some websites, here's phone numbers. Like it does that. And it does that every okay. single time, which felt weird at the time, but is like, like, like I say, there's a lot in here. So like, do you I'm feel not, it's needed? Do you feel I, it's needed? Is I don't. A... I don't know. Like, I'm. I'm not angry at it. It just. It felt weird. It. It felt really strange. Sure. And like the whole. The, the whole like way you do content warnings. I think is is very much still up for debate. I think it's still a relatively recent enough thing in video games, explicitly where like people are trying different things and whatever works. Like they are. I don't. I don't know if they're doing it. 
because they're going too hard and they feel mm. like this is a way to like maybe paper over some of that like they could have missed out a chunk of this this like of st- stuff in here and maybe they wouldn't need it but like i can't get angry at it so like it's in there anyway, sure yeah so uh there's a whole bunch of stuff in this game that you're just like it it, it feels too busy it feels like it's they're trying to do a lot of stuff yeah. and then as as it goes on um in terms of gameplay like there's basically two types of gameplay in this there's the wandering around the building learning stuff there's full-on fmv which is interesting as well like they so you're 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 going around the building this this woman this girl maya who's texting you um she is an artist and part of the story appears to be you feeling jealous of her ability to her art basically and you not feeling like you have any skills um there's like teen friendship stuff in there that like i that seems to hit people that it would hit people who were teen girls in high school Mm -hmm. seems to resonate quite well with them um and there's there's a whole bunch of stuff in there and every time yeah every time you you do a quote-unquote flashback to maya all that's fmv like they have actors maya's a real person it's all pretty well done it's quite clearly done in japanese and dubbed which is not great but like you know they they have they've done what they can um yeah and then the second part of it is the kind of quote-unquote action scenes where you're chased by a thing wearing maya's hoodie but is covered in cherry blossoms and cherry blossoms is her like art artist name it's what she tags all her art with Sure. Um, and a lot of barbed wire like it's a cool character design it does the like it runs at a different frame rate than the rest of the game to make it look weird which never really works for me but i can see what they're going with um and then basically it's a chase scene where like you have to get away from it right and you don't have any weapons all you have is a is a flashlight it is just a chase scene but it's not like in it's in and it's in like a like a changed uh, like a permutated version of the building where like doors go to other doors and nothing seems euclidean in any way and you basically have to escape but it's like a set map so you have to like figure out and there's parts where you like you go in a room that's in a loop and the thing chases you around the loop so you can get behind it to get to where it was and all this kind of stuff right it's a, it's chasing um but again very amnesia very layers of fear very so much sure. that kind of stuff yeah. um they do like three or four of them as they go on they get increasingly more complicated. The final one, which is the point where I texted you and it was like, hey, I'm probably not finishing this game. The final chase scene, you have to go... Oh, no, also, if you get caught at any point, um, you die, it does like a rewind thing back to the start of the scene and then you go again. But the character does... It's at least in-universe because the character then goes, when is this going to end? I can't keep doing that. Like, it's like it's part of the story. It's not just like a game over. It's like a it's looping again um oh, okay f- sure oh it's a whole thing again okay. yeah yeah the final scene so the final chase scene is like a big big area where you have to collect five items like slender style throughout it oh sure um right. and if you get hit at any point game over start again pick up all five things again this area oh, is from zero Jesus. from zero okay. this area is reasonably big you're being chased the whole time so you can't even really get your bearings 
and as far as i can tell there's no like direction you just have to fucking run and i just did this for like 20 minutes and i'm like i don't this sucks this is really bad like i i this is a badly designed piece of this game and i hate it yeah i'm just never gonna finish it i then i put it away and i was like i'll watch somebody else play it later i then went on twitter and again jess is doing her tweet thread about this game about how it's better than people are saying it blah 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 and there's a tweet in there that's like by the way the final chase scene fucking sucks because it doesn't teach you the mechanic and i'm like there's a mechanic right okay <laughs> what's a mechanic okay turns out and i thought it was just aesthetic but one of the things is like because you're using your phone as a flashlight stuff is coming up on the screen while you're being chased like as a kind of horror thing it's like visions of maya visions of like right, horrible yes, shit yeah. all that kind of stuff turns out that's a compass turns out uh, that points you towards okay. the items when sure. the static starts appearing the creatures behind you and the pictures are when you're facing the way that the item is you go get the item so i need to go back and now finish the game but fuck me it does not tell you any of that and like if you're doing a system if you're doing a, a an area like that you have to either teach them very quickly what teaches very quickly what the mechanic is how it works yeah because you're under so much pressure and the failure state is severe or have a part of it where you're not being chased so you can learn how it works there is no chance for you to stop and figure this out i'm just literally running in circles like not figuring out what's happening and it seems like a lot of people have had the same issue so that part of it the gameplay not good but as a silent hill game in terms of narrative and aesthetic and all of this kind of stuff it's pretty good i think i think it's pretty good um it's an interesting take it's again i feel like they threw too much into this tiny game a lot of really the harsh fucking themes into this thing which silent hill does but does in a way more or has traditionally done in a way more subtle way not subtle um, in a way more thorough way where it'll take like one or two of these things and then really hone in on them or it'll take like different characters will have their own shit going on as opposed to the main character main characters in all of this um it's not it's not scary in a way that a layers of fear is there's not a lot of like jump scare there's not a lot of like loud noise scare stuff even the chase scene is like not scary it's like oh fuck and like it's like panic rather than scary right right yeah which is what i want from silent hill right i do not want them to do layers of fear i don't want them to just like do jump scares and weird shit yeah you don't want jump scares you want a bit of a bit of you want the narrative with like panic and like oppression as a the primary emotion that's going through there and that is kind of what's there um it does a lot of like like there are scenes where you'll open a door and suddenly you're in a very clean bright classroom like you're back in the high school and it does a bunch of narrative stuff in there there's a couple of really silent hill-esque puzzles in there um the fmv is an interesting twist on it as well a thing that the series has not really done before i think it's an interest if this is a direction it's an interesting direction. I'm not. You think it's a direction worth like honing? Yes, like, I think if they out, turned this into okay. a proper like eight to twelve hour game, and really had some time to really deal with it, I think they could get some places. But again, like 
they're not fucking around with the content warning. There's some dark stuff in here. Um, you're watching a high school girl throw herself off building three times in a row. Like it's it's harrowing, right? Um, but I think that they've got a hold on it. It it it's more than just classic Silent Hill. I think they're taking some of the elements of that and then bringing it into a more modern setting and a more modern type of yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they're doing okay with it. I think this is maybe like that's good. I wouldn't say this is a good game, but I'm saying if this is like a insight into where they're going. I think it could, they could. Be, I, I'm I'm excited for F more than I was now. There was a really apprehensive sure, of okay. F. Do, but, but do like, we do we know that F is like that? Is that no? But like it's okay. A new team being given the Silent Hill license. Trying, yeah. Okay. Sure. To yeah, do yeah. something with it, and it's not a remake, and fair, it's not Bloober. So yeah, fair. Okay. Sure. And, and again, it's a Japanese company, and I think that their style of horror needs to be the way that it goes. I think, like, I don't yeah. think you can yeah, give yeah. this to an American or European company and say, make a new Silent Hill. No Codes is different because I think No Codes is a different type of game. And also they have some, like, they have some pedigree, I think. So I'm not too worried about that one. because I think it's going to be different. But like your main line, like Silent Hill as Silent Hill, I think between this and F, it seems like it could be okay. But we'll need to see. Let's see. Yeah. Super interesting thing. Like I say, it's free. It's free. It's an hour and a half. There's a the phone is a compass. <laughs> Just go go with that, and you'll probably be fine. The phone is a compass. The phone is a compass. Um, I think that's everything I've got. Yeah, I've played like two hours of the Invincible, which is the oh yeah, the fucking nineteen sixties, Russian sci-fi walking yeah. simulator. Very slow game, like very sure. slow game. But it's doing some interesting stuff mechanically and aesthetically that I'll be interested to talk about when I get to the end. Like, I'm two, three hours in and I haven't seen, like, the 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 oppressive force on the planet. The bet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, I haven't seen the thing that was in the demo yet. But it's, it's doing, it's, they're... Locking themselves into that aesthetic in a really interesting sure, way. Sure, yeah. And I really like it. Um, so I'll get to the end of that. Um, is there anything else that we have? Um, no. Yeah, like I say, I'm still going Baldur's Gate. In a world, in a, in a world where uh, both Final Fantasy VII Rebirth right. and Dragon's Dogma 2 mm-hmm. are coming out within the space of like two months of each other, yep. there are two other jrpgs that people are playing that are telling me are very good which is grand blue relink and the persona 3 remake so yeah that came out huh at at some point i'll need to check on them but i don't know when i'll have time but we'll find out that's i think um i'm just looking towards stuff coming out i think helldivers looks cool i'm not going to convince anyone else to play it yeah Um, you're not going to convince people to play that game that's skull and bones technically comes out this month not a video game not a video game doesn't count. I know. Doesn't count. I know. Two hundred million dollars reportedly they spent in that game. Yeah, on Fucking, not a video game. But on yeah. nothing that's not a video game. Uh, there is something else. Pacific Drive is the first game of the year. I'm very much looking forward to the um, not SCP like the uh, 
tool up your car and go out and go see um, spooky anomalies. Yeah, Yeah, that I'm super excited for that. Um, I forgot they were doing a remake of Brothers for no good reason. Go play the original; it's 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 fine. Final Fantasy Rebirth into Unicorn Overlord into Dragon Dogma Two. What's Unicorn Overlord? The vanillaware uh, oh, Iron yeah. Man game right, that right. looks really, really good, and yeah, oh. and a WWE game at the same time. I saw some character <laughs> models from that WWE game. Holy shit, they are doing those people so dirty. It is yeah. wild. They've oh. never been good. They've never I know, been but like good. these like ones specifically, yeah. like I had to go look because I looked at it. and I was like, I don't think that's what that person looked like. And then I looked them up. And it's like, oh, it's not what that person looks like. These are just that's bad not what models. That person looks like, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, Pacific Drive, twenty second is the, yeah. the big thing that I'm looking forward to. Um, apparently, Open Roads is also that day. Fuck, that's interesting. That's well timed, huh? Not for me because I have to play both of them. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's what's coming up. Um, I think that's everything. I think that was everything. Obviously, like we haven't because we've run long because we've been away for a month and a half. We haven't talked about any news, but like. We are already, what, two, a month into the year and the layoffs have been fucking insane. Um, like, heart goes out to everyone involved in all of that. It's it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. And it does not bode well for the future of game development because we've just lost so much yeah, talent. Yeah, it's, it's fucking wild, yeah. It's absolutely insane. Um, okay, I think that's us. Um, GameIndustart.com it's the name of the website you can find all the videos articles and podcasts are up there uh, we are on youtube.com slash start. subscribe there you get notified when we put your stuff up we're on facebook twitter blue sky and co-host uh they're uh, all linked on the homepage now the blue sky link is finally up on the homepage and um, subscribe there you get notified put your stuff up podcast at gameinterstart.com is the email address and that's us stay safe enjoy whatever you're playing and we will see you in two weeks goodbye goodbye